And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another Rotherham United podcast. Uh, today we'll be doing a Greatest Games one, uh, another Greatest Games episode. We'll be doing uh, mainly focusing on the Aldershot game uh, when we got promoted in 2012-13, all the build-up to the game, uh, and a mini-season preview, review, preview, preview, review, <laughs> uh, and then we'll go on the day as well. So we've got Mick and Ben joining us today again. Hello. 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 Uh, no Daniels today. He's far too busy during a lockdown to to uh, do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the call of FIFA. Yeah, well, yeah. He's only got 24 hours, another 23 hours today left to play it. <laughs> and tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after and so on and so forth. Bless him. What I thought we could do actually is do a quiz while he's not here and they can depose him of his championship. But That would really annoy him. It would, yeah, but I didn't do one, so. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought we will do the greatest games. We put some out on Twitter and Facebook for people to let us know thoughts and that. And then, uh, yeah, we'll go through the season briefly and then, like I said, talk about the game. Ben, you bear in mind, how, how old are you when this season happened? Eight. Well, well <laughs> eight years ago, so seven. <laughs> do, oh, okay. Do you remember anything from this season? I remember the Fecklington moment and then being on the pitch. That's all I remember. Ah. Well, this is going to be fun for you. Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be quite a short podcast, this, because as you're very well aware, uh, I'm struggling to remember what I had from breakfast this morning. <laughs> um, so, however, uh, there are a couple of bits I, I remember. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that, it was our first season at New York, wasn't it? Yeah, first first season back in Rotherham. 
which were a big, big thing at times. So the season started off all very positive, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely, it did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and and even despite the fact that we got Steve Evans, <laughs> was that the first season? Was it? No, it wasn't. Was it? He came back end of the season previous. Yeah, he came back end of 12, 11, 12. Uh, yeah. season. First full season. First full season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as you can tell by the amount of set players that we signed in that summer. Yeah. I've done a bit of Wikipedia thing and shit, how many players were used in that season. We almost used 30 players in that season. Wowzers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. A lot of people that didn't play more than 10 games or so. There were a lot of people that sort of signed and didn't quite make it. Yeah, that, that was a bit of a... Um... A bit of a sort of a, a, a thing for for Steve Evans, and it, it sort of it typified his his career with us, didn't it? Really, just quantity rather than quality, and hoping that there was some quality within it. Uh, and to be fair, it made some quality signings. Oh yeah, some of them were outstanding, uh, and the some that stayed for a while, obviously Arnie, who's uh, well, ended up getting great as Levin Frecklington. Uh, yeah. Morgan Morgan lasted for. Quite a while into him, him and yeah. Arnie got a good uh, partnership together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it, 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 I guess it, it's not. It, it is a criticism of him, and it isn't a criticism, is it? I, but I suppose if you sign that many players, sooner or later you're going to get to, you're going to hit a few diamonds, uh, and he did. Frex in particular, obviously, what a signing, mm. what a player, uh, Arnie, fantastic signing. Uh, so yeah, so there, there were some decent signings within that, but uh, but that this was obviously the first season really where he, he, him and uh, Rainer started to make the mark on the uh, on the club, weren't it? Yeah, but it took a while. Looking at fixtures, we started obviously that three 0 win at home to Burton, which we were sell out. It was fantastic first competitive game back at New York. Yeah. Um, but was looking at the fixtures, we really struggled away from home. We didn't win away from home until October, until nearly the end of October. Um, it, I, I do, I do remember it being a really inconsistent. It felt like a really inconsistent season overall. Yeah. It, it never felt like we were. We finished. We ended up finishing, obviously finishing second. It never really felt like we were second at any point in the season, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It was quite an odd season. It, it, it didn't feel like a typical promotion season. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, it does. But I, but I guess this season started off very similarly, hasn't it? Yeah, true. It, should I say? Um, you know, pretty average start, really. Mm, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought also think it, because we've been in League Two for such a long time, it yeah. was that every year there were more, more, more pressure to get up. And then when yeah. we didn't start particularly well. You were all, we were always sort of thinking, oh, here we go again, another one of these seasons where there's all this hope and yeah. then we don't do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some what games to mention. The first one is a not not a positive one. Early on in the season, we lost 6-2 at Port Vale. Oh, God, I remember that day. Which it was wasn't funny. pleasant, was it? It was a really, really bad day. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. It was absolutely awful. Everything about that game. I forgot that with that season. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was earlier. Where fifth game at season. The only positive of that day was that was the day that Morgan made his debut. Yes. Yeah. And they never really looked back. He was outstanding from basically from then onwards, Morgan. 
Yeah, that was the day of the uh, Man City of League Two. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was walking, I was walking, getting to the car, get stuck in traffic, and talking to some Port Vale fans, and apparently Rotherham were the Man City of League Two. <laughs> Having spent, I think, zero pounds on players. Uh, yeah, and zero pence as well. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it just it, it just shows what, what what perception other people have got of 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 clubs, and I'm sure we 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 talk the same about other clubs, don't we? About you know, they've done this, they've done that, they spent this, they spent the other, mm. and uh, probably the reality of it is is slightly different. Um, but that's something I'd, I will come on to at the end of this podcast on the any other business. Um, just have a quick quick chat about that. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was quite amusing that that was about, that, that was the high point part, the high point of that day for me. <laughs> yeah, well, there was nothing else, not, not much else positive. No. Tom Pope scoring as many goals in in, in seventy eight minutes than he did his entire career for Rotherham. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That just about summed it, summed up the afternoon, I think. Yeah, the least said about that, the better, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's not much. The, the, it was a really odd season. We didn't draw very many games. I think we only drawing about eight, seven or eight games all season. Yeah. Um, we we either won or lost, for the most part. Um, I'm sure there's obviously games that people pick out thing then. But I, I remember if we go skip towards the end, we played we played Exeter for five games from end of the season. And I remember we were walking to the ground as we do, and we said this is the biggest game of the season. Unless we win, and then the game after is the biggest game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah do I remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that conversation, yeah. Yeah. And then for yeah. Every, every game after that we won, we had the same conversation, saying this is the biggest game at season unless we win it. Yeah. Uh, and then we won that one. For X2 one we, beat, we won 4-1. Um, I, I seem to remember that game we played. We, I seem to remember play, playing really, really well. And then moved on. Those last five games were the games that really sealed it. I've got, I've got the league table up. Before that, before that game, yeah, we were sixth. Wow, we were six four points off the promo. Oh well, we were six points off the promotion places. Yeah, but we were ten points off second with five games left. Wow, and we we obviously ended up finishing second. Yeah, it's um, a hell of a finish. Yeah, <laughs> not half. It's a hell of a finish. Um, so we won that won that exit game four one. Um, and then we won a, a few days later. We beat Fleetwood two one. Uh, Nardi Yellow and Agard both scoring in that game. Yeah. <laughs> and, and David Ball scored for Fleetwood in that one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we then went to Bradford on the well, Tuesday night after that. Let's talk about that, shall we? Yeah, and that is if any, if every fan that went, that will probably be one of the most memorable games of. Being a, a Rotherham fan. Yeah. What a night that was. Just a bit. A huge following as well. Yeah, we sold out behind goal, didn't we? Yeah, and then we sold out the, the that sort of the half of that side that they gave us or whatever, or, or pretty much sold it out. Yeah. Um, it's it's always a good place to go, Bradford. I, I mean, it's a massive ground, or it's it's kind of half a massive ground, isn't it? Yeah. And half a half a non-league ground. It's a bit of a bizarre. Uh, bizarre place, but um, yeah, Kieran Agard, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. just yeah, that was that, that. That's one of those goals that it sort of it's, it, it always going to live long, long in the memory. That one, isn't it? Yeah, hundred um, percent. 
not only because of the the, the way the goal happened, mm. uh, but 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 what it meant as well. Um, yeah. It just kind of sealed it, didn't it? It, it? We knew that if we if we came there came away from there with a win, mm. we only had to get some out of that older shot game. Yeah. Um, and, oh, we, had, we had another game after that. Did we? Yeah, we we went away to Plymouth. That's right. Of course we did. Yeah. <laughs> of course we did. That's right. Of course we did. Uh, but, yeah. but you are right in what you say. I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, that as soon as that we won that Bradford game, you just sort of felt. Yeah. Well, that because that this was the season that Bradford had that run to cup final. Yes. Um, and then they were they were they they sort of had a really good good end to the season. Uh, looking, you know, they were looking like the strongest team because they were they were a typical long ball team, mm. but they, they were brilliant at it. Yes, they were. They were. And I, and I remember, particularly the first half an hour of that game, I seem to remember them battering us. They got that big lad up front, weren't they? Yeah. Did he uh, get to United after that? Can't yeah, uh, Hanson, I think James Hanson. That's it. Yeah. Um, I think a goal disallowed, and I think they post whatever they uh, for the mo- for most of the first half. I seem to remember them battering us. Yeah. Uh, and then we won that penalty. Won a penalty with ten minutes left, which Frecklington scored, obviously, because that's what he does. Yeah. And yeah, that goal at the end. I could watch that. I could watch that goal at the end over and over and over again. But at that point, we were properly under cosh, weren't we? Yeah. We up, but under the cosh, big time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I could watch that forever. <laughs> it's just, just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, and it was like, is it? <laughs> I can remember thinking, there's got he's got nobody between him and the goal. Surely he can't possibly miss this. And you're thinking, you know, he might. Yeah. <laughs> he could miss it. He could miss it. You've got time to. God only knows what it must have felt like for Agard. Well, yeah. This is a supporter. You're thinking, I, even I have got too much time to think about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Mm. We seem to do well against Bradford. We always seem to do uh, reasonably well against them, don't we? Despite the fact that they're, uh, you know, well, a really well supported club and a bit, a reasonably big club. Yeah. No, they are. Right. Aren't they? Anyway, that, that season where they had a lot of uh, hatred towards Evans, didn't they? Yeah, or Phil Parkinson, what manager, weren't he? Yeah, he did. He had that ban earlier in the season for, um, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At Bradford, yeah. so they they were it was a lot a lot of hatred towards him, yeah, um, which a lot of fans feel anyway. Of course they do, yeah, yeah, and, and I do get that. I'll be honest, yeah. I do get that. Um, but yeah, did, did you come to that game, Ben? No, no. Right, yeah. it was a midweek game. Of course, it was. was. As he said, it was only a wee little baby. Yes, seven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't really remember. Uh, but yeah, we're we're incredible night. But then, like I said, we moved on to Plymouth. Went to Plymouth, one one nil. Agard again. Um, I think we could have gone up that day, but then results didn't quite go our way, and then yeah. uh, and then we got come to the older shot game. Yeah. I seem to remember the the Johnny Mullingall. I thought it was a header. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I exactly same. I've I mean, got... I watched it the other day and it was tapping. <laughs> it's a tapping. Got... Goalkeeper comes football and just throws it at his feet. Oh, it was a header. I've, I've got this, I've got this image in my head 
of Johnny Mullins scoring a towering header from about yeah, 15 yards. <laughs> yeah. I, I can do it. I can, I can. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm like. And then I, and then I, watched, it, I watched it back a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, oh, that's not yeah. what happened then. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember about the day. I don't know why, but on the day we got there so early. We got there about two o'clock. Yeah. And we got there when there was basically nobody else at the stadium because I think you wanted to avoid traffic. And we were just, we were, we were already nervous as it were. And then we yeah. had to stand in an empty stadium for an hour and get even more nervous as everybody else piled in. Yeah. Um, it's the great days and promotion days are really, the atmosphere just goes up a notch, doesn't it? It goes, like, absolutely. Games. Um, and, and to be fair, the, the, the winning goal, um, <clears> it's one of those iconic goals, isn't it? Yeah, actually, it wasn't the winning goal. It was the last goal. Well, we were already one nil up, but then they, but then he made it two nil. So it was. Yeah, that's what I mean. The second goal, mm. um, the one that sealed it uh, from Frex. It was a great finish, wasn't it? Uh, it's a great, fantastic run from him. An absolute storming run. The the, the runs that he used to make from midfield, mm. um, and, and Pringle picks it out with a, literally a no look pass. Mm straight into his path and then but even that none of that all that just pales into insignificance from the, the point that the ball leaves his foot from that moment onwards it's just it's just utter and pure joy yeah the, 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 he, he runs straight into the crowd you're running straight at him it's a massive collision of bodies on pitch <laughs> and and it's just I, I mean they play don't they they play that goal Mm. In the sequence, title sequence when we go to match, mm. just that that little, just those few seconds of footage, it, they make my hair stand on end because that's one of those moments. Yeah, it's just fantastic, and and for me, well, we've talked about Frex before, and I'm sure we'll talk about him again in the next podcast when we look at midfielders. Mm. Um, my, probably my favourite ever player for for our club, over and above Town and over and above Ronnie. I just, mm. everything about Frex was just absolute legend and, and I think that probably that goal against all the shots started it off for me mm. and, uh, not necessarily the finish or anything like that just the whole circumstances surrounding it you know what I mean yeah no absolutely and just, like I said that image you, you, do, you if you just if you stop that when he kicks the ball and just as as he's running towards the crowd, the crowd's running towards him. It's, it is just an iconic moment for the club. Yeah, it is absolutely. It's, it's up there with the Allen Lee goal and the and the um, Ravel Wembley volley and everything, yeah. and everything. And the Woody goal at Wembley. It really is just iconic for the club. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and and to be fair, it was just a fantastic day, wasn't it? It was a fantastic day for us. Yeah, I don't remember the first half particularly. I don't really remember anything from it. I, I seem to remember it being a pretty poor game. Yeah. Um, well, overall, even after the goal, I don't, I don't. The goals weren't high quality. Like you said, the, the first goal, the keeper's done his very best to give us a chance of scoring. Well, yeah, I mean, he did exactly that, and he just drops it in front of in front of Johnny Mullin, and in it, in it pops. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, it was. But he went outstanding that season. Johnny Mullins is somebody else that, because he left straight after, yeah. he goes a bit under radar. But Johnny Mullins was a fantastic central defender. Yeah, well, we did a we did a, a we had a chat last week with the uh, Wolves podcast, 
as, mm. you, as you probably know, because yeah. uh, they were doing a feature on that 6-4 game at, um, at Polony. Uh, and we talked about Johnny Malone with them. I didn't realise, and they were telling me, I didn't realise he came from Wolves or he was, ha- he was at Wolves at some stage. Oh, I don't know that either. Um, and they really rated him. Mm. Um, but anyway, that's that's another story. It was just, you know, I, I rated him that season. I was quite disappointed when he went, to be honest. I, mean, I thought it was a good yeah. player, Johnny Mullen. Uh, yeah, I agree. But then got Craig Morgan to replace him. It's, uh, it's a pretty good replacement, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, Captain Morgan, without a doubt, yeah. Yeah. And somebody else, I'll look at lineup for day. I'll look at lineup, see if, see if you remember most of them. Shearer in net. Yeah. And his defence were Claude Davis, what looks like he played right back. Yeah. Vague recollection of Claude Davis. I don't think he really stood out particularly, did he? But I think he came to us at sort of towards the end of his career, didn't he? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, Arnie and Mullins played centre back. Um, Scars played left back. Scars signed towards the end of that season, didn't he? He did, yes. Yeah. Towards the end of that season, he would he was really showed up that left 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 back position. Yeah, he did. Yeah, another uh, one from Bury, weren't he? Yes, yeah. And this midfield is one of my favourite mid- four midfielders. It's just the, the midfield is Frecklington, Michael O'Connor, David yes. Noble, and Ben Pringle. Oh, who was the other one? Uh, David Noble. Oh, yeah. He, 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 I really, really liked him. Yeah. He had that Evans bit thing about him where he just didn't care and he was just a bit aggressive. Sometimes yeah. necessarily, but he was technically another brilliant player. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about him. I know. <laughs> wow, yeah. Uh, and then up top were Agard and Ravel. Yeah. Um, Obviously, them two went on to be uh, part of mm. part of something even more special, which we already already discussed, haven't we? Well, exactly, yeah. And then... <laughs> It weren't, it, weren't, it weren't about the team of Daniel Nardiello on bench who was top scorer for the season. Yeah. He, he came on. So, looking back at the team itself, we're a fantastic team. Yes, it was, yeah. Uh, Rightly did get promoted in the end and it, well, went on, we all went on to bigger and better things. Yeah, well, we, we say all of us, obviously. I, I remember one of my memories of that day after the game was, was sort of looking across at Aldershot supporters and yeah. feeling really sorry for them. It's yeah. like seeing Andy Scott as the manager. Well, apart from having Andy Scott, <laughs> as well as uh, yeah. they dropped out of football league that day. Mm. Um, although they were out virtually anyway, they had to win the game, and that was never going to be. Bearing in mind what we had to do, yeah, you know, somebody had to win the game to either go up or, or go down. Um, so you know, it, they were always sort of onto a loser. I just remember feeling quite sorry for them, just just for a moment. And they never they've never been back in football league since that day, have they? No, the thing with him like Aldershot, they're quite a small club, aren't they? They are, yeah. Uh, they're, they're a bit like Morecambe. If, if Morecambe go down, I, I think they'll struggle to come back. Yeah, you said that, and, and but you look at where we've come from, you know, from two and three thousands at, at oh, Millmore yeah. and then at Don Valley. Um, that could have been us. Mm. It could quite easily have been us. Um, and we've gone the other way, thankfully. We're very lucky. Um, yeah. But it could have been us. And I think I don't know whether that were a little bit, you know, with Hazel's is our nice shiny new ground storming to promotion his first season here and mm. selling it out and and you just look and you think, nah, you know what, three or four years ago that could have been us. Yeah, it could. Absolutely. Um, anyway, just put a little bit of a damper on day. 
well, yeah, I suppose it, it just adds a bit of perspective to it, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose it does, really. It does. Um, it makes you, again, makes you realise how lucky we are to, to have what we've got. Mm. So, Definitely. yeah. Fantastic. And that, and that moment, just that moment of watching Frex wheel away after <laughs> slotting it into the back of there. And, and well, then, wheel away. Get, get two steps before he's mobbed. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah <laughs> trying to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, good day. Good season. Good result. And we went on to do a Sheffield United, didn't we? We went straight through League One, I think. Yeah, playoffs, weren't it? Play, yeah. uh, final year after. Yeah. So, uh, um, and then, then obviously, into championships. So, which. Uh, well, yeah, if we, if we run out of time, we might do a full episode on just the Steve Evans years. If the football doesn't come back soon, because we've, like, we've, we've got, what, five years to go through and some fantastic days, some, some pretty not grim days, but some fantastic days, including that one. Have you read some of that? I haven't then. Have we got five years of lockdown? Is that what you're saying? No, we've got about five years of Steve Evans. Oh, I thought you were going to go through this for five years. No, I, well, I think if we have to go five years, we will definitely run out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I think you're probably right. We might have to find another subject to discuss. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah I, guess, uh, I think that covers it pretty well, actually. Like I said, that moment, uh, that moment, but the day of all was, uh, but yeah. It was. promotion, Ben, wasn't it? And then? That was your first experience of any sort of promotion, wasn't it? Yes, it was first season. I can properly remember anyway with it, like with all the players. Yeah. That, I can't really remember it. I can remember Don Valley, but I can't remember it, any of seasons or managers or anything. Well, you're a lucky one. I was. Uh, <laughs> okay. I know Danny, Danny's not here, but Danny's Danny's first season he came to watch us with that season we got relegated at Millmore. Yes. And then he went. Obviously then. Those are some of the worst times in recent memory. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, we're going to in some, the, some classic times now, but yeah, Danny, Danny and the rest of us had to put up with some really, really grim times at Don Valley and, and the last few years at Millmore as well. Well, to be fair, I mean, you, you look at this, this game that we're talking about in that season, since that point, mm. we've never had it so good. Other than that one season at Championship. Well, even then, you know, it, it was all a learning curve, weren't it? And yeah, it was disappointing and, and, and everything else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it was. But we, we've learned a lot from it. And, and, and look, as a result of that season in Championship, look where we are now and what we've got as a club and, and what's happening behind the scenes and everything else. Tony Stewart's learnt a lot as chairman. And, and you can see, you can see how he, as a football chairman, has developed over since... That 2012-2013 season. Yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, he's he's he's, he's realised he's made mistakes. He's done something about it, mm. and he's now got into a position where the infrastructure of the club, as a result, kicking on from this game against Aldershot, is 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 just better than it's ever been. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's as professional as any any championship club. Um, and probably more, more so, and probably more, more professional than a lot of bloody Premier League clubs. Yeah, um, probably, yeah. Because it's a different, um, I suppose it's different gravy up there, isn't it? Like we said before, but you know, um, so, so, so this game and that, and, and that, this particular season was the start of the really good times. And, and I, you know, the way things are going, 
Yeah, the kid's going and everything else. There's plenty more to come. Yeah, it definitely feels like there's still that positive vibe, isn't there, we've kept on? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the, 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 the management team that's in place at the moment is as good as any that we've ever had, in my view. Or certainly has the potential to be as good as any that we've ever had. Um, you know, in terms of... It's, well, it is as good as any we've ever had in terms of professionalism. In terms of, in terms of probably ability, management, man management style, and everything else, it probably is the best. Mm. Uh, but that's got to obviously translate into into success on pitch. Well, yeah. To 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 really cement that. But mm. uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We'll answer to okay. I don't know whether is there any, have you got anything else? I just want to talk about. Um, no, that's all I've got. All the shots, all that season. I've, ben, got, you got, on? I've got, I've got something non-modern related. Go on, then. What's that? Bundesliga planning to restart a uh, season in May and finish by June thirtieth, but no fans until twenty twenty one. Right. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Mm. So that's what I'm seeing, but I don't know if it's the twenty twenty one season or the year. You would assume it's the season. You would assume so, wouldn't you? I believe, I think Bayern are back training. They are, yeah. I've seen, I've seen pictures of that. You know, with some hysterical press banging on about how disgraceful it is and everything else. I think, I think German football will come back very soon, but yeah, I think it will. And and, and to be fair, they're they're away in front of us, aren't they? In terms of yeah. uh, in terms of Testing. dealing with this. Uh, yeah. So you know, they're they're a few weeks ahead of us. So um, I think it's likely. To, I mean, the. the I know we're talking about what we said we'd never talk about, but we talk about the peak being this weekend, this Easter weekend of of, of the the illnesses and 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 you know the the, the deaths, and hopefully it's going to start to peter mm. to peter out or slow down a little bit, and then things, you know, once it starts on the downward spiral, they can start releasing a little bit of the restrictions. Yeah. Um. So. I should have to keep our fingers crossed that you know that that does happen, and mm. for everybody really, that obviously this uh, this passes as quickly as possible and as painlessly as possible for as many you know as pain painless as possible for as many people as possible. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. And you can actually, like you like say, you can see some 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 signs that things are hopefully on the way to an improvement, but yeah, it's too early or whatever. But hopefully, it's uh, on the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's just we'll have to wait and see, mm. see on that respect. But I think I think it is a positive sign that places like um, like Germany uh, are looking to get something back started from a, obviously from a purely footballing point of view. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, and then and and to be fair, the Scandinavia season start usually start in May. So Sweden and, and, and such like, whether they'll start. I know that they've been playing the pre-season friendlies already over in Sweden. Well, Sweden, that Sweden have not had a lockdown at all. No, I don't think they have. No, they've been restrictions in place. Still, they have put the start of the season back. Yeah. Um, and I think I think the friendlies have been played behind closed doors as well. Yeah. Um. So, so we'll have to see, but um, but yeah, th- th- those sort of are quite encouraging signs. 
Yeah, it's a good incentive. Even 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 if like I said, if if we get if we have to wait till end of May, beginning of June, whatever, to start playing. I, 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 although that's not ideal, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with waiting that amount of time. The issue would be if it runs later than that, then obviously good. But, but with the way things are looking, from a, you know, looking relatively positive, mm. uh, it's looking it's looking very positive. We'll see an end to the season on yeah, the pitch. It is. Um, so well, we just have to. Obviously, there's nothing we can do other than sit tight and wait. Yeah. Uh, but fingers crossed, we will see an end to the season and. Uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be back playing championship football again, which is where we deserve to be. Mm. Yeah, so it's really saying that they're expecting if they, if they do manage to finish the season, the gap between the end of the season, beginning of the next season, could be as little as two weeks. Yeah, um, we've, we've had a close season already from a from a player's point of view, haven't we? Yeah, from a transfer point of view, that becomes a problem. Yeah, gonna, I mean, the, the, those are sort of kind of minor details that. Uh, EFL and FA can, oh, yeah. can can iron out, aren't they? Um, well, that's that's just from a selfish point of view, really. If we get promoted, if this is me looking further down the line, yeah. If, if everything's back to normal and we end up going up as we hope we do, we're not. We we we. I assume we would want to improve the squad. Of course, yes. Places. Um, yeah. So that again, that's a you know that's that's with me just me rather United hat on. Yeah. It'd be. I don't. I, it might be a good thing, you know. Keep it same lot together. It means the rest of the championship can't improve, and we've got. We're pretty happy with our school, and where I imagine a lot of championship clubs, yeah, bottom half anyway, are not happy with their clubs. Just use well, neighbours down. Refuse Wednesday as an example. I know they've got about thirteen players out of contract in summer. Well, th- I mean, this takes me on to um, something that uh, uh, has been tweeted on. Uh, well, tweeted on Twitter, obviously. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> we, we've talked about this previously, I think, um, but whether it was this this particular season or not, I don't know. The price of football, mm. um, and you look at some of the clubs. This is 20, 2019 in Championship. So our last season up there, um, and uh, you talk about Wednesday. You've got here, and this is this is this is the issue, and, and maybe potentially with this lockdown. Might end up being another another issue for for clubs such as Reading, Wigan, Wednesday, Derby County, Forest, Preston, Birmingham, Brentford, Blackburn, Ipswich, and Bristol City, mm. all of whom in that season paid more in wages than they had coming in. <laughs> all of them. So for the likes of Reading, who we were scrapping with, well, yeah, bought their way out of that relegation zone. They're they're. They paid in wages two hundred and twenty six percent more than their income. I've got that, yeah. Uh, Villa one hundred and seventy five percent. It paid off for Villa. Well, we, yeah. Well, unless they come down, to, if they come down, they've been threatened, basically threatened with, with a big penalty, whether it's with points or not. I don't know, but they've been threatened big time if they if they get relegated, which looks like they might do. For what? For what? What are they? Well, financial fair play by for spending so much money on wages and things so like that. What happened with Reading then? Oh, exactly. I don't know. What happened with Wigan? One hundred and sixty-eight percent of their their income was spent on wages. Wednesday, one hundred and sixty-eight percent of their income. You know, Villa were paying an average weekly wage of forty-four thousand pounds a week. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday were paying twenty thousand pounds a week on average. 
Let me see now. Our average, we're averaging three. We were in 2019. We're averaging 3,600 was the average, average weekly. Yeah, yeah. But our closest rivals were Reading, so we're paying 3,600. They're paying 18,900 pound a week on yeah. average wages. So, you know, when 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 all this boils down, and these clubs have had no income. I would like to think, and I wouldn't wish it on anybody, I really genuinely wouldn't wish it on any supporter, but it's going to take a club like Reading, a club like Villa, a club like Wigan or Wednesday, it's going to take them going into administration before something's done about this. Well, yeah, well, this, 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 this thing is, this coronavirus is going to, going to be, a, well, it's, number one, it's a big problem for many things, but it's a big problem financially. I do um, hope so. We we just on the same guy that price of football that like Kevin Maguire who were who does it. They put some about Fleetwood saying that they've lost in the season before eighteen nineteen they were fifteen million pound losses and the club like Fleetwood are having that type of that type of losses. How is that? exactly yeah? Um, it, it, it beggars belief. It really does beg a belief, and and we just. I don't know. If, if if some good can come out of this uh, this lockdown and this virus and this horrible thing, then 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 hopefully it'll be for a couple of football clubs to go bust. I genuinely mean that because that's the only way that it's ever going to happen. I mean, it's it, it virtually happened to Bolton and, and FA uh, EFL did whatever they've done to Bolton and essentially relegated them into League Two. But they're still they're still you know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'd like to see the figures for this year. But I imagine, well, I don't know about Bolton, but maybe their, their their wage structure is going to be very similar. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, also on that, I also saw it again from the same guy that he put something about Donny. Uh, he put something like there when they announced their figures, and I can't find the actual tweet, but he basically said that they Donny had don't have any money. They're effect, effectively insolvent based on the figures that they'd released. Well, all those clubs are insolvent. All of them. Well, yeah. As I mentioned there, anybody that's paying over 100% of their income on wages has got to be insolvent. They can't be anything but. You know what I mean? Because they've got to be borrowing money on on, on assets. Well, Um, they're owned by a a Russian, or they were, had a Russian investor read in. Yeah. I don't know whether they still do or not. He can't put any more money in. He can't put any more money into the club than he's coming in in revenue. That's that's that the rule? Uh, You're allowed to put so much in. There's yeah. a limit. So if 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 Reading's income revenue for that season were eighteen point one million, so surely he can't put any more than eighteen one eighteen point one million in there. Mm. So he's at least just I mean I don't think it's even that much, but that'd be doubling, doubling what they their income. They still won't pay the wages. No. What, what, it just it's just it's bizarre. Anyway, 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 I hope they go bust. <laughs> It'd be horrible for Reading fans. I don't have a problem with Reading fans or, or anybody else, but clubs like that don't deserve. They, they don't deserve to be in the football league because it's just making it a, 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 an uneven playing field for everybody else. Mm. You know, teams who are clubs like us who are doing it right, like the likes of West Brom, like Hull, Hull that season. You know, they 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 didn't make a loss. They didn't know, but that's because of um, their own. But they're only fifty percent of their fifty percent of their um, income went on wages, nevertheless. Yeah. You know, so, so and I remember them coming down and the whole immediately cut their cough 
according to the league they were in. Um, anyway, whatever. <laughs> whatever. That's my that's my rant. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that Reading and Wendy's go bust. <laughs> well, if they don't get bust, let's let's take loads of points off them. Yeah. Well, it'd be nice too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ben, have you got all you want to rant about? <laughs> no, 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 I don't actually. <laughs> if you want, no, I'm all right. There's no else to talk about. <laughs> uh, sorry. I, I, I still think we should do a greatest football or whatever. Well, we can put it out there. If we, uh, we've got greatest eleven to finish up, haven't we? We've got central midfielder, striker, and manager. So we've got at least three more episodes. Yeah. Uh, which I'm, quite, I'm looking forward to all three of them actually. Yeah, I am. The next one's going to be uh, going to be tightly fought. Yes, really, really good, um, good candidates for those uh, those two central midfield positions. I've got my two picked already, but um, go on, give us a sneak preview for Eklinton and Steve Thompson. Yeah, Steve Thompson were excellent. To be fair, um, I, I'm sure there's loads of others. Say again, Ben. I know who I'm going with. Go on. Frecklington. Yeah. And Paul Green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> I don't see Paul Green making it on the list. I do. Just because of that nutmeg once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your sneak preview then, Matt? Uh, I don't, I don't, I've had a thought and I can't Frecklington's obviously I can't see Frecklington not getting in uh, no, uh, Steve Thompson's a great shout I forgot, I forgot about Steve Thompson uh, yeah. I, I don't guess know. it's going to be whether um, whether Fricks can uh, get above that 77% that Tony Towner made well yeah well I would, we've talked we've talk about briefly that the results I, I thought Tony Towner were going to win Yes, I'm not surprised at that. I'm surprised how comfortably Pringle won. Yeah, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I, I think we were the ones we were pretty comfort, comfortable in putting him forward. I'm surprised how comfortable it was. Yeah, I am. I'm I quite know. pleased because you know it was it was very very good for us. But I'm just the the margin of victory was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, it was for me as well. To be honest, um, I, I I thought. Yeah, well, it, it was for me as well, mm. you know. But uh, we got it. We got there in the end with it. Um, so, uh, so, so he makes it in. Yeah. And uh, we're on to important positions now. Well, yeah, absolutely. We've got some, like I said, the uh, some midfielders next week, and then strikers, which we're going to go through. I think this the strikers episode will be more fun to talk about the rubbish strikers because yeah. we've had some garbage up top, haven't we? We could get Danny back for Derek Holmes and have a chat with Derek about Derek Holmes. We can finally, we can finally say Derek Holmes and it will be, it will be correct. Yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> if he's not too busy anyway. Yes. Yeah. So I think, I think that's all we've got time for. We've, we've gone on forever on this one to say we went. I've just noticed that uh, there's a. Um, a job going down at uh, New York, Ben. I know you're ready for. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, stadium manager. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Forty-two hours a week, all about health and safety. 
Um, That's it. Trust them with health and safety. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sounds extremely, extremely interesting. Well, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff. It doesn't tell you how much it earns, but it's all about diversity and safeguarding and qualifications. Oh. So you've got to have at least a bachelor's degree in business management, facilities management, or related field. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you have a degree, mate. Yeah, well, you, you, don't worry about it, man. You have to go to uni. Yeah, to get a degree, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Anyway, yeah. Well, uh, I think we'll call that there because, you know, this is riveting stuff. Not really. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thanks again for listening. We'll put some out. If you can start letting us know your uh, picks for midfield, we'll put something out on Twitter Facebook to get your, get your nominations in as well. Um, and on the, on the Facebook one, Nick put it up so people could add their own selections as well. Yeah, I did that. I did that were, uh, well, I thought if I'm going to make it funny for a day, which is what you asked me for, I don't even know whether I did that, to be honest. Uh, I assume so. I don't know. I just took, took the results when it finished, and that's how it ended up. People are probably still voting on it. Possibly, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll get, get them in. And we've got the Kit World Cup coming to the end of the group stages in a couple of days' time. Yeah. Uh, so that's... Yeah. We're getting there. Well, we're not getting there, because we're not even halfway through yet. <laughs> <laughs> It's popular, quite a few people are liking it and commenting on how much they're enjoying it, so that's that's good. Well, that's the point of it to try and get you know something to talk, think about, and talk about. Absolutely, there's no real football on, so Uh, yeah, real. So, thank you for everybody listening. I really appreciate everybody's download and everything. While uh, particularly while we've got not really to talk about, and everybody doesn't get involved on Facebook and Twitter and everything. Um, we really, we really appreciate everybody. And thank you very much, Ben and Mick, for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. And we will come back weekend, Sunday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, whenever it be, with the uh, with the next episode of the Greatest Eleven. No, yeah, it's a weekend. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Yeah, stay safe. Ben. Yeah. I thought you might want to say bye. That's all. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Vicious, but brilliant! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.